warning. The Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. If you think you may be too weak to withstand the manliness represented in the following program, please do yourself a favor and stop listening now. If you choose to continue in spite of this warning, if at any time you feel yourself overcome by the manliness, stop immediately and consult your closest medical professional. And now, for the not-so-fair, faint, or frilly, we present The Catholic Man Show. Playing their original intro, we had a request to play the original intro again. Instagram follower Ad Love Family. I don't know what her what, the, what her name is, but she was like, "Will you please play the original intro?" My boys really love it; they have it memorized. It's <laughs> like you know what for you. If there's a request and we can do it, we'll we'll get her done. When I see other people's Instagram names or like their Twitter handles makes me realize like I'm dumb. Like I'm that's what ca- that's what catches like it. I'm David underscore Niles. I think. <laughs> wait, wait, are we using code names? <laughs> I didn't know that guys. <laughs> I want to be Maverick. <laughs> exactly. You're goose. Goose Sorry. dies. I don't want to be goose. This idiot. He used his name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that David Niles is in <laughs> fact his name. If that's not your name, it's a stupid handle. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, welcome to the Catholic Man Show. Um, we have been on air. I think when this airs, seven years. I thought we started in May. No, April. Went back and looked. Okay. So we're close. It, maybe maybe it won't be exactly, but perfect number. Yeah, seven. I, yeah. Is it all downhill from here? I don't know. I pulled a couple. I pulled a couple. It very well could go all down. Uh, yeah. It could, yeah. I I pulled a couple stats. Okay. Just from like you know, look, look, we don't really check our stats very often at all. In fact, the only time we really do is if a sponsor is like, "Hey, how many how many downloads are you guys getting?" I don't even know how to right. check the stats. Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, let's let's look this up." Uh, and okay. so seven years. Okay. Four million downloads. Sweet. Four million downloads. In That's seven awesome. years, awesome. Uh, over fifty thousand hours watched. So uh, video, a video, like on YouTube, either YouTube or and uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, that's, I think I did the math. That's like six and a half years of nonstop listening to us. Mm. That didn't that sound like purgatory? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we we have uh, we do the camp out every year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We do. We had. Our book, uh, Living Beyond Sunday, mm-hmm. Ascension Press, mm-hmm. wrote, written with our wives. Uh, we've been, you know, on a lot of different men's conferences. Made our own wine. Yes, uh, you we're know, going so, to another men's conference this weekend. Right? Yeah, up in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Um, we had we're syndicated on over twenty Catholic radio stations. So, like, boom! What do you think about that? It's kind of cool. Hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I know that's, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to flex or anything, but it's Go ahead, cool. Adam. Just flex. Yeah. So. Sweet. That is, that is cool. Praise God. Yeah. To, to him be the glory. Right. Uh, and this evening, we're going to have a beer sent to us by Chainsaw Brewing. If you go check them out, check out Chainsaw Brewing, uh, you can see all of their different uh, beers that they have to offer, brewed and re- and sourced locally for them up in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, St. Patrick's Irish Red Ale. You know, we just had St. Patrick's Day recently. Uh, I love the 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 label because it's the you know the. Have you seen the Lutheran uh, meme or uh, Lutheran video on the Trinity? No, on, with St. Patrick. I don't typically follow like it's been out for like. 10 or 12 years. No, oh, no, I haven't. Oh, oh, Patrick. That's modalism, Patrick. Like, have you heard, like... I know that, I know that the, the three-leaf clover is modalism. Right. It's a heresy. Okay, well, I'll, I'll show it to you la- later, because it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's, 
he uses that St. Patrick in the video. Uh, as, oh, that's this. That's where the uh, the image on the can is. Right. Yeah. So it's a Lutheran video that's explaining the Trinity with St. Patrick, which is hilarious. Do they do it right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's hilarious. So anyway, uh, yes, he he sent us uh, these beers. He's also a friend of uh, Trinity Brewery, Brewery, which we highlighted not too long ago. Yeah. And he also sent us these really cool glasses. I didn't realize that we gave the patent away. For lasers, Dave, did I didn't. You, I didn't do that. Did you? Because he laser etched these, these glasses with lasers. With lasers. Dang it! I thought we had the market on that. We were the only ones who could do that. Yeah. So, but he gave us these really cool beer glasses. Um. So anyway, we're we're sending him some some beer glasses. It's back. a beer can beer can glass, except it's tall. Cylinder. Yeah, it's a thinner cylinder. It's bigger. Uh, so we're sending him back. Hey, listen, if you guys send us alcohol, we will put it on the show. We'll put it on the show and we'll send you something back as a thank you. Yeah. So we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. So he also told me, uh, that this won, uh, the beer won an award, like a competition that that he uh, submitted it in. All right. So, uh, it's a 5% ABV, uh, from Richland, uh, Washington. So yeah. What what do you think? It's delicious. You know, it's like, this is, uh, I don't drink a whole lot of reds, but I like reds. Um, Mm. yeah, I like that. It's just, that is just, it's a good beer. That's just what you want out of a beer. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I always forget about Irish red ale. That's well. That's kind of what I mean. It's like I don't drink very many of them because I kind of forget about. You know, like right. I tend to go, you know, like heavier quads. You know, like if I can, I, you know, quads if you can. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is delicious. This is fantastic. It is really good. That is just it's it's just satisfying. This is what you want a beer to be right here. Yeah. So thank you to Chainsaw Brewing. Go check them out, uh, Chainsaw Brewing. Especially if you're in Washington. Yes. And go give them. Be, be a lot easier for you. Support support them. I always am a, a fan of supporting other Catholic businesses. And there's so many Catholics out there brewing beer now. Thanks be to God. Like, you might as well just buy Catholic beer. Right. Because, I mean, you're going to, you know, if you're going to buy beer, there's it's so easy now, mm-hmm. probably, I'll bet you there's a Catholic brewing beer near you, wherever you are. Yep. So, you know, we're on in the seventies, day seventies. Yeah. Of Exodus. Of Exodus. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're th- under three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Luke, you know who picked? We've talked about it on the show. He's yeah. Four asceticisms uh-huh. of Exodus ninety. You made the claim since you're the Godfather. You told him like, hey, you do this for all ninety days. Hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. Which he is laser focused on this because he wants to go on some fishing tournaments and wants to hey, I told him like in order to do that you need to help pay for gas because uh-huh. his cousin's taking him out so you need to help pay for gas and anyway so the other day I was I was uh, in our room and I was holding baby John who's not sleeping so that's awesome congratulations <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you, you know extremely tired and I told Luke to go get in the shower and he's like okay and every time I tell him to go get in the shower, it is just deflate gate. Uh, <sighs> yeah. And so I tell him to go get in the shower and I don't hear anything for like five minutes. Uh-huh. Like I don't hear the water running and I'm like, what is going on? And so I, I walk over there and he's standing in the shower trying to psych himself up to turn it on. <laughs> so so he, he's in there going, it's $100. Just go really fast. Wash and get out. And like he's just sitting there, like talking it up, like like trying to trying to get him psyched up to to do it. And then all of a sudden he, he turns on, and, and to his credit, man, it is all the way cold. Uh-huh. It is not you know oh still in the cold range. Yeah. It is as far right as it as the uh, yeah. faucet yeah. will go. Yeah. It is ice cold. Mm-hmm. He turns it on. And he goes, ah! and gets it done. Man, I am getting really tired of cold showers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, at the beginning. You got to get your cold shower muscles back a little bit, which mm-hmm. happens relatively quickly, you know, after mm-hmm. about a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay, no big deal. Uh, at this point in the game, I am just really... Ready for a hot I'm shower. really just getting tired of taking cold showers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is 
the opportunity to really yeah. start yeah. offering oh, it up. That's right. This, I'm finally, finally now uh, meriting something. Yes. You know, because if it's, it's easy, hard. you know, it's like, yeah. what do you get? Right. Nothing. No, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Not nothing, but. Not a whole lot. Not as much as what I'm getting now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it makes it so much better when you have a specific intention that you want to offer up before you totally, do it. Totally. It's a game changer. Yeah. So, you know, and I would, I would recommend be as specific as possible with uh-huh. your intention. So not just, oh, for my wife or oh, for my children, but... Yeah, which is better. I mean, if you, if you say, oh, this is for my wife, that's better than just taking a cold shower as like a rule, right? right. You know, like it's a whole lot better. You've, right. You've already made a massive improvement. But yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right. Like, oh, for her, something specific, right. you know. Yeah, that she may grow in, you know, charity or right you know or some for energy you know yeah t- for, yeah that she lack of be, tiredness right you know uh that she can be mentally focused today mm-hmm. that she can help you know teach the children you know whatever yeah. it is uh it makes it way better totally yeah i mean because then when you're in the cold shower it's like and then you remember i always do this like all right I get the intention and then i turn the water on and then the shock of the water makes me forget like <laughs> sometimes and then i'll remember you know, about 10 seconds in, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then it just uh, changes your attitude about being in I, there, you know. I have uh, conditioned myself where as soon as I turn it on, I start saying divine mercy for the sake of sorrow of passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. And I just keep saying that over and over and over again. I just scream. Yeah. <laughs> Both work. Yeah. Ah! What's that? Oh, your dad's taking a shower. <laughs> Whether you want to pray a daily holy hour or you want to hit up adoration once a week, we have a guide that is designed to help you show up and open yourself to Christ. It's downloadable and it's mobile friendly. Go to exodus90.com slash TCMS. That's TCMS for the Catholic Command Show. Exodus90.com slash TCMS for a downloadable mobile friendly guide on how to make a holy hour. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan for seven years in, I guess. Yeah. All right, another seven more. Here we go. We'll see. What if, dude, Adam? What if we're still recording the Catholic Man Show when we're like seventy and be like go for like the longest reigning podcast? Maybe. I mean, unless. Uh, Unless Matt Frad's still doing Pites with Aquinas, then, you know, he'll have us by, like, two no, weeks. No, we started before. We oh, start, we were before him? We, we were, like, two weeks before him. Yeah, we started before him. Yes! Take now, that, Matt Frad! Now Joe, <laughs> well, Joe Rogan would... But, you know, he's older than us. Wait, was he... Did he... Oh, dude, he was, like... He was starting in, like, 2011 or something like that. No or, kidding! Or 09 or something. No yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, he was way ahead of the He time. just didn't become popular until... I mean, he became popular as like four or five years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, at least that's I, what it seems like. I, he was making a lot of money before then, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sweet. Who knows? Yeah, we'll but see. he. Yeah, he, he's too old though. I'm ready. You know, for you know, if God wants us to, then we can keep doing it. If yeah. not, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. So we could just be uh, re- we could just be regular dads. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to never be regular dads. No. One thing I do want to uh, talk about, though, real quick before we get into the topic, uh, you know, one of the benefits of starting the Catholic Mancho and is being able to be connected with so many men throughout uh, the country, yeah. even throughout the world. I mean, there's we have listeners, you know, outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. and being able to uh, experience the power of prayer, the power of you know, men coming together for a. Uh, just uniting together for for something, uh-huh. and so like you know, we have. Uh, quite a few listeners and, and I wanted to ask a favor of them. Uh, there's a couple things that I thought it'd be good for them to add to their prayer list if in, in charity. Uh, one being the repose of the soul of Christopher Brewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher and his, and his wife Erica went on our pilgrimage with us to Ireland this last year. Um, and he recently passed away in, in a car accident. Yeah. Um, they, they celebrated their 20 year anniversary 
while in Ireland with yeah, us. Yeah, with us. Yeah, with us. Trip, and and yeah. just a, a phenomenal Catholic so, man, a, a so husband. Such a happy guy. Right. Um, he was he was he was a great man. It, it was a privilege and honor to to, to meet him. Uh-huh. Uh You know, he, and so he passed away. I felt like we were actually became friends. Right. You know, it's like. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. So I ask you know for uh, that you pray for the repose of his soul and for uh, his family and Erica and uh, you know that uh, everything goes well. And then we also found out that um, the guy who who got us on. A non-Catholic radio station passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the country radio station KSEY that we are, or at least were, um, I'm not sure what the status is. Yeah. Um, with that, but that we were on, uh, he was the one that got us on that, mm-hmm. and he his, recently yeah, passed away. His, Mark, his station. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? I can't remember. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. Alaba, yeah, Alaba, something like that. So, anyway, if you would pray for the repose of his soul, Mark, um, since he recently just passed away, mm-hmm. uh, pray for his family as well. Um, I'd appreciate it, and may God reward you for your charity. Was there a third one? I thought you said there were. Th- I thought you said three. There were three things. Maybe. I don't, dude. I am running on such little sleep, uh, so I want to apologize just in advance because because <laughs> <laughs> this episode doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um, I am I'm running on a little sleep. So anyway, I just thought it would be We've all good. been there, man. We've all right. been there. Uh, oh, and I also want to talk about, you know, next week we're starting uh, Leisure, The Basis of Culture, the book club. Yeah, yeah. That'll be great. That'll be awesome. If you've, um, if you've never read that book, it's a, it's a book that will like really change the way you look at life, you know, mm-hmm. the way you look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are things for? You know, activities. Right. How, how should things be ordered? Uh, what's the hierarchy of values, you know, in life? Right. Uh, what are we made for? Right. Exactly. It's like some foundational stuff. It's it's awesome. It's I just, love that book. It's such a good book. Yeah. So we're we're doing that with our our patrons. So if you go to patreon.com slash the Catholic Man Show, any level of support, you have access to the book club. We do it on Tuesday mornings, early. Um, I want to give a shout out to our our good friend Robert Martin. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, he. Uh, did me a huge favor this this last weekend and helped fix my fix my truck, White Lightning. For those of you who don't know, I acquired a beautiful, a gorgeous 1989 Chevrolet, uh, fifteen hundred Silverado. Just this truck and I, we fell in love right away. Okay, right. and then after only a couple months, it started shifting. It wouldn't shift It'd go from first to second, and it would never shift from second into third. And it just wasn't wasn't looking good. The thing is, White Lightning, she's not worth the three thousand dollars <laughs> it would cost to you know have a rebuilt transmission put in. <laughs> right. So Robert's like, come on, bring it over. We'll just see what we can do. We changed the transmission fluid and the filter, thinking maybe like right. maybe just you know, the filters clogged, can't get enough fluid. You know, whatever. Yeah, let's try that. We didn't think that was actually it, but it's like we're just gonna do it anyway. You right. Know? Sure. And then that didn't work. Uh, but then we adjusted. He's like, let me just try one other thing. We adjusted this TV cable, which is like a transmission valve. I don't, I don't know what a TV stands for. Television. Not television. Oh. Basically, it. I think it tells the transmission at what RPMs to shift. Okay. And it's just under the hood. You just pop the hood, and you can just reach it. Hmm. And we adjusted it. Totally fine. I thought... I thought I was going to have to get a new truck. I was really, really, really mad about that. <laughs> so anyway, thanks, Robert. You really, uh, you he, saved. Al- he also like helped me with my Bronco. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he did. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. He saved me a ton and of it's money. Like, I was asking him like, Robert, how did you learn how to like fix on cars? cars? Uh, it's like, well, when you grew up as a poor farm kid, you got to learn to do it yourself, I guess. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I just don't have, yeah, I would like to learn to work on cars but i came to the realization i don't have time right now yeah that's just not according to my state in life it's not prudent for me to learn so this friday is passion tide so um it is yeah wow um so uh be ready uh this is an old tradition if you don't know what passion tide is uh, this is the point in lent where you you'll come back to the church into the church building and all of the this sunday or no this friday it's, it's friday that's well okay Disclaimer, my girls came back from Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, mm-hmm. and they were the ones who told me, this Friday is Passion Tide. So, that's my source. Okay. 
Uh, if it's not this Friday, it's coming up. You yeah, know, it's, it's definitely it's, it's up. very soon. So if you don't know what Passion Tide is, that's you know you go into the church and all of the sacred images are covered in purple cloth. Um, and it's an old tradition, and it's a beautiful tradition. And um, we have been we've done it at our house too. And I just have really really loved that. It's it really adds to the experience of Lent, right? That all of a sudden these images that you know I'm used to praying before or seeing. Um, it's like they've been they're shrouded they're hidden they're gone right mm-hmm. sort of sort of like that like good friday moment where like hey christ is he's gone we don't he's we don't have you know there's no mass on good friday um and so i i just think it's a great tradition that people can celebrate in their homes cuz going going to get like that cheap purple cloth from hobby lobby it, it doesn't cost anything you know it's not mm-hmm. very expensive mm-hmm. and you just doesn't have to be anything fancy you just throw some tape over your you know, tape them up over your images, um, and then on uh, you know Holy Saturday, when you take them off, it's it really is like a really great way to prepare once again for, for the Easter. for the resurrection because you know Christ hasn't risen yet, but all of a sudden you you see Mary again, you see you know right. all all of the like your statue of Saint Joseph, whatever it is you have around the house. So um, that is coming up. I think it's this Friday. According it, to it's to coming one, up. it's coming up very soon to one seven year old girl. Mm-hmm. So just a, I just wanted to give a heads up about that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great way to live liturgically within the home. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you want to learn more, you can get our <laughs> book, <laughs> Living Beyond Sunday: Making Your Home a Holy Place. Um. Yeah. So no, I agree. Uh, any other uh, updates that you want to make? That's it. That's all I got. No, no shelf updates or. Uh, the shelves are coming along. Um. I've got yeah. I mean, they're all installed. They're looking good. I just need to start working on the uh, face trim, mm. and then I'm gonna have to start building doors. And that's that's gonna Ugh, be that's, gonna be, that's gonna be the real. That's where the learning really begins. Right. I think. Yeah, that's that's where it's tough. Yeah. Just can't be off. There's been just a lot of things going on around the uh, the ranch. Mm-hmm. Just. Do you have uh, a name for your? your we, we call it Niles Ranch. Okay. Uh, I've been fixing fences. Like everything I'm doing, I'm having to. It's like I've never done this before, right? You know, and yeah, yeah. so it's kind of fun, you know, learning new things. to do new things, right? Yeah, um, getting some fun new tools. Uh, Always fun, you know. Like I got, uh, you know, like six hundred pounds of fertilizer this week. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? The farmers co-op is awesome. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I love this place. I was looking at fertilizer online thinking like this is going to bankrupt me. Yeah. I'm going to have to pull out a second mortgage. It's like 80 the cheapest thing I could find was like $80 a bag for fertilizer and this is like 2600. So you know not that much nitrogen. Mm-hmm. I called the farmers co-op. They've got 4600 50 pound bag for $23. It's Boom. like you guys. I'll take it. I'm going to sh- I'm coming down there right now. Nice. Yeah. So just a lot of a lot of fun stuff. I know that's not about the shelves, but Yeah, you got a lot going on. So it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time. A lot exciting. of sp- spring is happening, you know. So mm-hmm. that's all I got. Okay. Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about uh, watchfulness. Something that I think I dig this. I dig this idea. Okay. Like I like. Pro, I I like one thing I really like about it is that it's this idea that has occurred to many people. It's occurred to me, and but ah, now I have a name for it. Like I have a. Something to call. Yes, it. I can call. I know what to call it. Right. You know, like ha- once you have a name for something, yeah, right. It cha- You know, it's like good. Yes. Right. This thing needed a name. Right. Yeah. So uh, on the other side of this break, I'll kind of talk about how, like, how I came into this, like what you know, and and some good resources, and then we'll talk about the four types of of watchfulness based off of uh, Saint Hezekiah. All right. For over 35 years, Select International Tours has been planning pilgrimages all across the world, and they've been doing that for a reason. Yeah, if you guys have listened to our show, then you know that we just got back from Ireland. Uh, We used Select International Tours to book our pilgrimage to Ireland. Everything went just great. It went exactly how we planned it. Right. right? In fact, one of the pilgrims uh, said that it was his the best pilgrimage he's ever been on. Right. I mean, so the thing is, they know what they're doing. If if you want to go on a nice pilgrimage. 
uh, that's really you know oriented around experiencing the Catholic faith um, in some of the most historic, most important sites all over the world for the history of our faith, go to selectinternationaltours.com. They have pilgrimages going everywhere in the world all the time just because you know they, they do it so well, everybody wants to use them. That's right. And if you go to selectinternationaltours.com slash catholicmanshow, you'll be one of the first ones to know when we're planning our next pilgrimage, which spring or summer 2024. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So go to selectinternationaltours.com slash catholicmanshow. We want to thank Select International Tours for being a sponsor of our show, The Catholic Man Show. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Drinking you a little bit of St. Patrick's Irish Red Ale from Chainsaw Brewing. Talked about uh, just different things to ask to pray for, kind of what's going on in our lives, what's happening around the Minahan House and the Niles Ranch. We're going to talk about watchfulness this evening. Um, so it's funny how the Catholic Man Show, if you go back and you like, you pull up our episodes and and the list of, of different topics you can kind of go through and you almost see the like the, the the maturation of of our spiritual lives and what we're yeah you know what we're reading what we're doing what we're it's kind of a sneak it is very personally revealing you know? right yeah because yeah. the show basically the show is uh this is just the things that we're like ex- learning in our own spiritual lives and in fact today I was kind of I was in adoration. And just really trying to think of it, like, what what are we going to talk about? The next episode where I come up with the topic, and it's just, I've been really struggling with this lately, and it occurred to me, I don't think I've been, like, really pushing myself. It's like, that's why it's hard. I'm having trouble coming up with a topic. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. on the one hand, we have done a lot of things, okay? Sure, right. <laughs> trying not to cover them again. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I think I've just gotten... I've got let, let, given myself a lot of excuses not to, you know, read something new. Like right now, I'm I'm reading Saint Francis de Sales, intro, you know, Intro to the Devout Life. So it's not. Oh, like, you are. Well, I say I'm reading it. Like that's what I. I'm, uh, I'll pick it up. Read, you know, read some. It's like not okay. the kind of book that you need to like. Yeah, you have read. To like, yeah, you don't have to. You know, run through it quickly. So, but I have that one on hand. You know, okay. and uh, we're also reading the Iliad. Uh, yes, you know, going through all that, but which that's is, not a spiritual book, you know. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't not uh, have spiritual reading as well, right? So, so yeah, if you go back, you can look. It's kind of like our intellectual journey and intellectual and spiritual journey. Yeah, uh, pretty revealing. In the right? beginning, we were doing like apologetics, right? Um, just kinda... interesting, very general things about the faith. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of switched to prayer, and then kind of. Family life. Well, then we did virtue. Then we virtues, basically like yeah. tried to cover every virtue. Yeah, which we still haven't done all of those. But anyway, so one of the books that when you find when you you know have a regimented intellectual life, like when you're trying your best to uh, have a a book, a spiritual book that you're reading, and then also an intellectual book that you're reading. You know, when you have kind of a regiment going, yeah. What happens is, is at least for me, you start reading. And it probes you to actually read another book because it references other books, uh-huh. you know. And you're like, "Oh, well, that sounds interesting, right?" And then so then you end up buying another book on the topic, and you're reading that, and they're like, "Well, it it cited this saint. I'd never heard of this saint." Uh-huh. And then you buy another book, you know. And so it kind of get leads you down a rabbit hole. Well, well, tonight this topic is a rabbit hole that I went down. So one of the books that uh, I had been reading, a, a great book, uh, highly recommend, great adoration book. Uh, it's called The Way of the Pilgrim. This is the book cover for it, but uh, there's many different ones because it's an old book, 19th century uh, Russian uh, Orthodox monk. Okay. So he's he's trying to figure out uh, how to pray without ceasing. Right? Okay. You know, like, how, like, what does St. Paul mean by this? How do I actually, how do I do this? Uh, anyway, so and, and it's a, a beautiful book on the Jesus prayer. Right, you know, because this is it's Russian Orthodox, and so it it, it goes through. Uh, they're very big into the into the Jesus prayer, right? And, you know, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah, over repetition, like you know, that's that's what they use. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I I I was reading it. It's a great book. In fact, this one is uh, uh has a 
forward by uh, Father Walter uh, Chizik. Chizik, yeah, uh, who was who uh, did yeah he leadeth me right yeah because he was in a Soviet prison for a long long time right. and yeah. anyway so I was reading this and one of the it's talking about this this monk that's going through different cities uh-huh. uh, encountering different monks encountering different spiritual lead you know. Uh, uh, people who who he's trying to learn from, and he's you know he, he tries to kind of get away uh, hermit by himself. And uh, the two books that he has, he, he's very poor, doesn't really have uh, much of anything. But the two books that are his prized possession are the Bible. That's then, a good one. Yeah, and then this book, the Filiocalia. Uh, and this is what we're going to be talking about tonight because. Again, I was reading this, and he kept referencing it. I was like, "What is this? What is this book?" Yeah, it's a definitely a weird title, right? And so it's a, a, a compilation of what's filiocalia mean? It sounds Greek. It, uh, I man, I like brotherly something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't speak Greek. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, it has a it, it's it's a compilation of different either desert fathers or um, different um, Eastern Catholic. Writers, okay, uh, and, and uh, Saint John Chrysostom references it a lot as well. All right. So anyway, so uh, I was I was reading the way of the pilgrim. It, it brought me to the Filiocalia, and in it, uh, um, Joy Spencer, who we've had on the show talking about angels, uh-huh. a, a great episode. Yeah, I was telling him that I was reading the way of the pilgrim. He was like, "Oh," and I told him I'm like, "Oh man, I really want to get this fili- the Filiocalia just to see what it's about." You know, and I thought it'd be a good Lenten read. Uh, you know, as I as I was reading, it's something different, something I've never really, you yeah. know, really touched on before. He's like, oh, let me get it for you. And as a sweetheart of a guy, he like, he bought the book for me. Wow. And so he bought it for me. And then he said like, hey, you really need to look at uh, this part where he's talking about St. Hezekiah, uh, which we don't know really. So he was familiar with the book. Yes. Yeah. He's very familiar with he it. He knows about books. He knows about he's books. He's kind of a book guy. Right. Uh, and he's like, you need to make sure to, to look at this. Now, St. Hezekiah, we don't really know a whole lot about because we don't have, we only have fragments of his work and there's not a whole lot that we know about him. But in there, it's, he talks about, it, uh, the topic is called On Watchfulness and Holiness. Uh, and he has this beautiful section that he's writing to another monk. So again, when you're reading it, you need to know that He's, he's writing to another monk, not necessarily lay, a lay person, uh-huh. which is important to know as, as lay, like, because everything he, he advises doesn't mean it's pertaining to you, like you should right. be. I mean, yeah, if you say giving practical things, okay, well, might not apply to you, but, you know, holiness applies to everybody. You right. Know? And so, you know, there's some things in here that you uh, should be admired, but not replicated right. based off of your state in life. Uh, but even the things that are not technically about like uh, that you uh, they're not technically about the laity you can still take some of something from it and apply it to your own <coughs> sure, life sure yeah right? so I, I i'm reading through this and i'm just I mean, imitation of christ is the same way sure, I mean, it's, you right. know it's written for religious but it, it, right it doesn't mean saint Ter- Teresa of avila saint, i mean there's yeah, so many yeah i mean uh books like that but like as you can see in here i, my, I have like tons of notes because i'm just reading through it and i'm like wow this is just uh yeah. absolutely you know uh Breath, like I, I was just like uh, riveted by, 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 by it because I was thinking, like, man, this is something that uh, needs to be talked about to, in today's world. Mm-hmm. And so, he, in there, he talks about four different types of watchfulness. So, what is let's what is watchfulness? Yeah. So, uh, watchfulness is so he talks about like uh, how watchfulness and prayer help each other. Okay. Okay. So, watchfulness is basically what he's saying is, is like. Uh, there's four different types, so we can talk about yeah. each, each type. But it's, it's basically being able to uh, be a, uh, have a, the custody of the mind mm-hmm. and being able mm-hmm. to... Uh, that's a good way to put it, custody of the mind. Yeah, right. an awareness. An awareness of like, what am I thinking about? Uh-huh. Uh, is it good for me to be thinking about this? Is it not good for me to be thinking about this? Uh, being aware quickly, like being able to realize very fast, oh, this is a distraction and, get, and like move on, right? Uh, which is very important with prayer. Because prayer also, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas talks about how it's a sin to intentionally uh, be distracted in prayer, to yeah. intentionally allow yourself to be distracted right. in prayer. So I think here's, here's a good example of this, something I did today. Um, I was out repairing some fences, and uh, the back part of my property goes, there's a, a part, like a baseball 
complex, the mm-hmm. back the, of the property. And so there's a parking lot, little area, at the, you know, if you go back towards the very back. So someone could park back there. And for some reason, I was just repairing the fence back there. And as I was walking back into the house, I was imagining for some reason that someone was, you know, like coming in from the baseball field, going to their car and they had trash and they just threw it in my yard. You know, it's like, oh, this is somebody, you know, I'll throw it here. I don't know why I was thinking about that. And then I was getting into an argument with this imaginary person. Right. Who, this has not happened, okay? This is all in my imagination. But here I am like, uh, like, oh, you know, imagining what I would do, how I would handle that situation. I'm getting in like, um, you know, in a, an argument with, o- this over ima- this, with this imaginary person. And I like realized I was doing that. I have done like this is something I do. I'm sure other people will do stuff like this too. Right. Um, but I had to stop myself, and you know, just because this is not healthy for me to be doing. Right. I don't need to practice getting mad at people. Okay. <laughs> right. That's not the kind of habit that I want to form. Right. Uh, and so that's uh, I should have been more watchful because I let myself go, go down this imaginary right f- for you know a couple minutes before I realized, hey. This is not good. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. This and, isn't healthy. And this is something that I think we all have experienced where you, you start thinking about something and you realize, this is so evil. Right. I cannot believe... This is not good for me to be pondering. I cannot even believe like my imagination came up with this. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, well, I would be embarrassed if people knew. To be fair, it's not always your imagination that comes up with some, some things, you know, like an idea just pops into your head. Um, you know, demons can plant ideas... In, in they your can't head. Cre- they can't create. They don't they don't create things, but um, you know, it's not like this is you have experiences in your life, right? right. And so they can take they can take those ideas and, and also like you know, they're not creating an idea. This idea exists. They can take something perverse or evil and they can plant that idea in your head. So maybe you thought of it, maybe not. It actually right. doesn't matter where it came from. The only thing that matters is that it's rejected. Right, and he talks about how the importance of watchfulness, the fruit of watchfulness and prayer or holiness is one of the eight beatitudes, purity of heart. Mm, yeah. And so anyway, when we, when we get back, we'll, we'll, we'll keep talking about this because I think it's uh, something that you can take away from and, and really be able to apply to your own life. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. We're talking about watchfulness. Um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting virtue. There's not like an actual set of virtues, you know. A virtue is anything anything good that you do habitually. Any, yeah, so I think you should, like, I think maybe, like... Watchfulness is a virtue. Yeah, he said, like, adopt the spirit of watchfulness. Yes, but it's, it's, it's a virtue. Like, if you vigilant about you know your own thing so but uh, right before the last um the last break you were talking about how this vigilance this watchfulness it aids your prayer and your prayer aids this i think that's just so true because um you know when you're at prayer this is something i heard brother angelica say once and it's just totally true that you know i can't figure out why i'm so distracted in prayer it's like well you're distracting yourself all day long you know right. like you can't even go five seconds like when you get in an elevator, you have this habit, this habitual response. You don't, probably don't even think about it. You just pull your phone out. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, because I'm not doing anything, right? And so it's like you have this need to be distracted. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you're distracted at prayer, because this is the habit that you formed, right? Right. And so the things, you know, what you get out, what you put in, that's the way your, that's the way your mind will work. So the things that you're feeding it, mm-hmm. it is going to give you back. So if you are... Um, putting in if you're guarding it, so that I'm not going to feed it these impure thoughts, these uh, or or just unhealthy, you know, like mm-hmm. my example from earlier that it wasn't impure, it was just unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a uh, it was disordered, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure that you're not feeding your intellect with these kinds of images, with these kinds of right, whatever I mean, experiences. Right. Then when you go to pray you're going to be more guarded from those things. And because now you're able to pray better, 
you can have better self-reflection and better watchfulness, right? So That's right. they definitely feed on each other. That's exactly right. And it's important to, to realize that we actually will be judged, not just by our, our actions, but our thoughts as well. Right. Uh, you know, Christ made that very clear in the, in the Gospels, you know, and so... Wh- but what, once again, not the thoughts that occur to you, but the thoughts that you entertain. Right, and, and, and cultivate. And cultivate, right. Yeah, so it's like something um, might occur to you, like I think it was Bishop Sheen, talked about oh no um it was saint john of the cross um he he mentioned how like sometimes when he's saying the mass at the consecration he he would have these perverse thoughts horrific Mm -hmm. perverse ideas occur to him right Mm -hmm. it was just the temptation that he was having to deal with right Right. he's not going to be judged because that happened he that occurred to him now if he took that idea and like oh yeah, you know, like thinking about it, entertaining and it, engaged his will, right, in the direction of that thought. Okay, now that's that's where you now take responsibility. That's exactly right um, for the thought, but just because right. it's, and, and that, so that's okay. So that's uh, perfect for the first uh, type of watchfulness. Okay, so it, he talks about we have to closely scrutinize every mental image or thought that comes into our minds. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a holy thought? Is it not a holy thought? Like you were saying, do we fill our minds with truth, goodness, and beauty, the transcendentals, mm-hmm. or do we fill it with the contrary? Whatever we fill it with, we yield. Right. Right. And so uh, he, he talks about the importance of if we are filling it with the contrary of the transcendentals, we're darkening our, our, our intellect, right? We're allowing uh, things to, to, to manifest uh, that will darken our intellect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, it says the dark, the darkened intellect reaches devastating power when the imagination has built this world in its own image and likeness, surrounded by restful uh, restlessness and in the deafening noise of nothingness. Yeah, we have to be very careful because a darkened intellect, you could call it that. Basically, it just it dulls your it dulls your senses to things that are evil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people are no, we're no we're not offended at the Lord's name being taken in vain the way we should be. You know, um this is something we we've talked about on the show a, a number of times about like as men the movies we watch. Right. Um and and guarding your own innocence. Mm-hmm. You know, we Adam we were talking about this a little bit before the show but you know we talk oh we want to protect the innocence of our children, right? Because and our wife. And our wife, right? But I think I, this is why I used to think about it anyway. That innocence is for children, you know. And then you, as you grow up, you lose your innocence, you know, because mm-hmm. it, you mature out of it, and um, you don't. The innocence is not something to be concerned with anymore, right? You purity certainly, but that that's just not true. I want to be innocent, right? I want to be offended at things that should offend, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, like, this is, you know, like I have a rule, like I don't watch movies. That take the Lord's name in vain. That's my rule. I have uh, I've had moments where I've not practiced that very well, even mm-hmm. since I made that rule. Um, but that, it, it, but then I get mad at myself for not practicing, right? Right. Um, and but it's so important about like, hey, what kinds of images? He even uses the word images here, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is interesting because when he was writing this, there was no televisions. There was no. Right. He didn't. He, they didn't have images the way we have images today, right. right? And you know, especially in the mind of a man, images that we see um, can really be burned, especially pornographic images. You know, like burned into your memory to where you you can't escape them. Right. Um, and now, as we we're mentioning, you're giving the demons who are tempting you fodder. You're, you're giving them a lot of material to work with. By um, so we have to be very careful about guarding that Im- innocence. What is, it, what is it that, you know, like, there's this song, you know, little kids learn here, all these, I know all the little kids now, it's like, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Bill, be careful, little eyes, what you see for the fun. You know that song. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not just for kids. That's for me, too. I also, um, I want to go to heaven. I'm trying to keep my soul clean. Right. Okay. Right. Because I love Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to be, I want to be, you know, spotless for him. Right. Um, yeah, and so, it, I mean, if you you know uh, get to go to heaven, and you're gonna go, you're gonna go through it one way or the other, either in this life or the next, right? You know, through purgation, right? 
it's so much easier if you just don't do it in the beginning. Right. Like then you don't even have to do, uh, you know, you, there's nothing to be done, right? right. Just yeah. avoid it because that movie or that show or that whatever, mm-hmm. is it really worth it? You, you know, right. like, um, is that really how, you know, uh, would Mother Teresa be spending her time this way? Or, you know, like, is this whatever how a saint. saint, is this how a saint, is this a show that a saint would watch? Right. If the answer is no, then don't watch it. Right. Because we should Im- want to imitate the saints. If you want to be a saint. If, if you don't and you want and you're fine with possibly going to hell. Fine, watch the show. I'm not saying that the show is going to send you to hell, but cultivating habits and those kinds of decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, you're placing yourself on a path to heaven or you're placing yourself on an easy, you know, wide road to hell. Mm -hmm. So, one of the, uh, it's your choice. A priest that I um, was confessing to one time, if I remember correctly, told, which is hilarious based off what I'm about to say, but he he said uh, to ask, our blessed mother for the grace of forgetfulness. Yeah. You know, of, of the things that you have looked at or viewed, you know, or said or consumed in, in whatever way to ask our blessed mother to purify your imagination, to purify uh, your memory um, and, and forget about being able to like what you saw, what you consumed. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I've found is very helpful is like, especially with images, like may, maybe pornographic images, if those images come back, use that as an opportunity to pray for that woman, right? Because you abused her. I mean, like, you, you there's like a justice here, right? Um, and so, like, turn those images into, like, you know what? I'm going to pray for that person. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. You know, that they, that God pours his mercy and grace into their life. Yeah. So, the and number two is he, he talks about, Freeing this, the heart of all thoughts, keeping it profoundly silent and still in prayer. Uh, he says, like, and this is basically he, he's promoting the idea of, of mental contemplation, you know, um, mental prayer contemplation. He says, like, if contemplation of our Lord it bars entry to evil thoughts, you know, because evil can't exist with the name of Jesus around, mm-hmm. right? Um, and right. and so uh, he talks about how constantly going back. And uh, reorienting yourself to Jesus. Now, when he says heart, is it, say that again. The Free the heart from all thoughts, keeping it profoundly silent and still in prayer. Okay, so it is. he is talking about thoughts still. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that it says free the heart from all thoughts. Well, so I think that when things are happening in your life and your heart is heavy... And you're going into prayer and you're trying to, 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 you know, obviously have a relationship with Christ. And if your heart is heavy on other things and being a distraction, it's hard to continue having this per- this relationship with Christ because you're, you're, yeah. you're worried about other things, right? So, so a lot of times what I do when this happens is I start out, and this is something that saints seem to go back and forth on, like some say yes, some say no. But what I do is I address it immediately. In prayer, so uh, Lord, I'm here. You know, uh, you know, I, you know, I love you, and I, I want to have a quality prayer time with you, quality time with you. But here's here's the issue that I'm having mm-hmm. internally. I see. I think that's the way you do it. And, I mean, it's just because and like that's the most of, human thing to do, right? Right. And so, like, I'm really worried about this meeting, or I'm really worried about how I handled this with my children, or whatever it is. And uh, then, like, really play it out and exhaust it. And then be done. And then that way you're not coming back to it in prayer. It's like, yeah. nope, I've already discussed this with our Lord. Uh, I get, I've given it to him. And now I'm moving on. I think it could de- depend on your temperament, you know, how you handle that. But yeah, it's a good way to do it to me. Um, so anyway, if you are listening on the radio, we're out of time. I'm so sorry. Go to, but go check out thecatholicmanshow.com. You can check out the rest of this episode. We're going to talk about uh, on our podcast, the other two, which is continually and humbly calling upon our Lord for help. And then all, uh, always be remembered of one's death. So those are the four. Those are the four types of watchfulness. Yeah. And we'll talk about this on, in the podcast. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus. Okay. So guard the images that you... Right. Um, 
basically, and then he's promoting the stillness, like mental the sti- prayer. stillness of okay. He and, says stillness of heart. I think let's call it stillness of mind. Yeah. Okay. So he says when the heart has acquired stillness, it will perceive the heights and depths of knowledge, and the ear of the still intellect will be able to hear marvelous things from God. Now remember, this is basically in the, I think the seventh or eighth century mm-hmm. when he was. Uh, around they don't know exactly uh, but obviously so this is before a lot of the other holy men who've talked about the sound of silence yeah Simon Garfunkel yeah uh, Cardinal Robert Sarah. Sarah, you know talking about uh, the dictatorship of noise mm-hmm. um, and so he, even then he's talking about it um, the importance of stillness and I think that this is Something, I've been thinking about this as well, based off of leisure, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but I think, I don't know, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, it it's not a, a full thought, like so it may be worthless, okay. but, uh, you know, leisure is all about, uh, you know, the contemplation, right? It's all about uh, what our end is is as human beings, right? Right. Ma- mainly resting in our Lord. Contemplating our Lord in heaven. Right. Yeah. In order to do that, you have to be able to receive. You have to be receptive. Uh-huh. Like, this is what leisure is, right? It's a, it's a receptivity. Yeah. It's not a utilitarian, I'm putting in this, I get out this. It's not a right. transaction. It's just receiving. Uh, I'm with you so far. If if we don't use uh, in prayer the like, and really train ourselves to receive, which is kind of difficult for men because I think that this is just not something that comes naturally. Yeah, we're not as naturally receptive. Um, we can't fall into contemplation. We can't uh, contemplate our Lord and hear the Lord in stillness. You know, he talk. You know, when he's talking about uh, acquiring stillness, so that we can the ear of the still intellect can hear the marvelous things of our Lord. This is a receptivity. This is just being able to to receive. Whatever it is that the Lord wants to give you, and He wants to give you wonderful, you know, graces. Yeah. But we, if we don't habituate ourselves to being able to do that, uh, we can't receive them. And so this is what a leisurely man is, right? Is uh, is a man of receptivity, of receiving the grace, of uh, killing pride, uh, and realizing that I'm not the one doing this. That. I have to rely on our Lord, and when I do, uh, think like you know, I'm doing His will, right? And, and I, you know, I, I'm I'm humble at heart. I, you know, I have a pure heart, and I'm humble, uh, and I'm I, I'm killing my my inner self. And in the book, he's talk he actually talks about how, uh, um, asceticisms is is a death of pride to man, and. So that you can uh, enter into contemplation with the Lord, the the the, the sole purpose of a set of practices, what he says, is to be able to to grow in humility uh, and be able to contemplate our Lord. Hmm. And you can't do that if your appetites are very loud and you're uh, you have a lot of these distractions and you're just constantly worried about like your own. The, your own things that you have to take care of. Yeah, uh, it's like once you once you overcome self, then you're able to actually enter into this um, level of contemplation of re- of receptivity. Mm-hmm. Overcoming self is a, I mean, that really is the primary objective in the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, in many ways, that's the the only thing that you're trying to do. Oh, thank, okay. Thanks. Thank you, Jesus. So I, I, I was wanting to pull out this quote, opened right up to it. Sweet. Awesome. He says, by continually denying itself, the person, yeah. uh, it advances from wisdom necessary for practice of the virtues to an ineffable vision of, of which it contemplates holy and effable things, ineffable things. So like, basically he's saying like, uh, the wisdom necessary to practice of the virtues, like once you once you've overcome self and, and habituated yourself to the virtuous life, then you're able to think about and contemplate the things of the next world. Hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Which I thought was just yeah, I thought it was beautiful. 
So, so how do you do this? This uh, like watchfulness the, of the uh, of the heart, of the heart, so to speak. Yeah. So I, I agree. I mean, there's no. It's not a manual, right? So it doesn't tell you step by step in here, like how to do do this. Yeah. It's almost like it's understood. Some of the language that he uses, like it's like you should already know this, which we probably should. Well, I but, mean, I think that if you pay attention, once again, what are the things that I'm inter? You know, like how how is it that what is my mind chewing on? You know, like right? Uh, yeah. What what what, a, what am I feeding myself? Right. Yeah. Um, Emotionally, you know, like what emotions am I giving into? Um, if you're able to be still and be able to contemplate uh, a single thought, a simple and single th- uh, contemplation, then that like quenches the thirst of what man desires, mm-hmm. namely God. Uh, so whether it's like love, some type of virtue, uh, we're about to enter into Holy Week, right? So uh, the passion of, of Christ, some specific single aspect he is at the pillar chained up getting whipped looking at you mm-hmm. in love you know something like that like that is just single like moment um but i mean most of the time you know as a person's going just about their day mm-hmm. you know um a lot of the hard stuff the hard part of this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is just remembering to do it you know this is like how i feel about um like remembering that oh christ is with me mm-hmm. all the time you know mm-hmm. like that's something i would love to be better at mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just not I, you know i'm you know i get busy during my day and i'm just doing the stuff right you know and i forget to think about christ at all and, and just like mm-hmm. call to mind oh have those moments where I'm just like oh yeah like right. I'm, I'm Christ is here as I'm like filing this paperwork or you know wh- whatever it is I'm doing. Right. Um, like, and this is the third type of watchfulness. Is it? Yes. The third type is continually and humbly calling oh, upon yeah, right. our Lord Jesus Christ for help. Yeah. So yeah. This that, is, and I wish I was better at this. Well, it, so again, this goes back to what we were talking about just a little bit ago: how watchfulness aids prayer, and prayer aids yeah. watchfulness. Right. And so again, the the book Way of the Pilgrim is all about how to continually be in the presence of our Lord, how to continually be in prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner, and he, over and over and over again, you know, just continually drawing yourself to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so he, in there, he talks about how it's impossible to cleanse our hearts and impure, impure thoughts without the constant invocation of Jesus. You know, so we have to always be calling upon Jesus. Like anytime that we have these impure thoughts or, you know, things that uh, haunt us, so to speak, call upon Jesus constantly. And our our church, in her great wisdom, has given us uh, a way of of repetitiously coming into prayer, right? The liturgy of the hours, the divine office, right? Praying morning, noon, evening, uh, night prayer, uh, uh, vespers. You know, like uh, it, it doesn't require the lady to pray it. Although it it is require um, the priesthood to, to pray it, right? You know, yeah. but it it asks us to pray it. It recommends us to pray it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it gives us the habitual. It's the universal prayer of the church, you know, like right. And it gives you the uh, a constant uh, remind reminder that to come back to our Lord throughout the day. Now, this is something that mm-hmm. you, know, you know the Muslims are really good at, of of continually like incorporating prayer throughout the day praying five times a day yeah stopping wherever they are to pray mm-hmm. um yeah and our, we should be we should be doing that as well right uh so uh yeah so he's he's talking about like constantly calling upon our lord throughout the day so what i try to do to do this is i have made specific places that i go typical like in my typical day where i've made it like when I'm here, this is what I like. I'm praying the Jesus prayer, or Hail Mary, or whatever prayer it is. So when I walk through the breezeway from Building A to Building B, or something like that uh, at the Chancery, that that time period, that area is I've marked off. Like when I'm there, when I'm walking, I'm 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 bringing myself back to Christ. 
praying. Mm. So I think like if you things that you do habitually, like yeah. through, like where you're going throughout the day, like oh, I always drive to this gas station before work, or I always do. You know, as I'm driving home, I, I stop somewhere or wherever you're like, I'm, I'm at work. I always go to the coffee machine. Right. Yeah. Whatever I was just it thinking is. like, okay, the coffee pot, coffee could be like for the souls in purgatory, you know, like anytime so, I get coffee. Right. Just, you know, remember that so you could say a prayer that, or something. Yeah. That helps me draw myself back into prayer. I like it. Cool. Okay. And then the last one is uh, always having the thought of death. In one's mind. Memento mori. Memento mori. Yeah, this is something, um, even uh, the book of Syrac says, in all you do, remember the end of your life, and then you will never sin. Yeah, I think that's a bold quote. Right. I mean, that's uh, Syrac. Yeah, I mean, it's the Bible. Yeah, right. Um, But this is, I think this is, like, if you actually stop and think about different saints that have lived, come and gone, you stop off at, at a cemetery and just like read headstones, praying for them or you know whatever you're doing. Like they were here, and now they're not. Mm-hmm. In a blink of an eye, I mean we're 36 years. We're gonna be 37 this year. Uh, you know we're halfway done with our life. In a blink of an eye, like boom, like that, right? And it's only gonna get faster with the way things are going, right? This is true. Uh, and so what we do right now is just uh. It's very like uh, it, it happens so fast, uh, and so this helps I think in watchfulness because time is a gift from God, and we will be judged upon how we use the time, all of our time, mm-hmm. right? And so if you remember, like, hey, I only have so much time. Even if I even though I live to a ripe old age of a hundred years old, it's still only a hundred years. Hundred years. Yeah, I run out. Right. You know, on this in this world, and at the end, you might say, "Oh, I wasted so much of it. I wish I could have one more day to like have use a day well or something." Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually thinking recently just about like imagining like myself on my deathbed, and it actually like made me really excited. I, I, I mean, I think. If I'm not like killed suddenly or something and I have time to like realize I'm on my deathbed, I think I'm going to be really excited. I hope so anyway. Well, I mean, like as a Christian, what an adventure, you know, like, hey, I'm here, Jesus, right? here I come. I mean, this is what you've, as a Christian, this is what you've lived your whole life for. Yeah. I just was, uh, my grandmother's getting old, you know, she's doing all right, but you know, mm-hmm. she might not live a whole lot longer. And, right. you know, I was just thinking about it. That's what made me start thinking about it. It's like, man, that'd be so cool mm-hmm. to be like about to, you know, because you think about your death. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my death. Okay. But it always, in my mind, is like way off in the, it's not, right. it's not real. It's not like present. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Anyway. Right. I think it's going to be cool to die. That's what I think. As long as you're in the state of, state of grace. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, assume, making some, I'm making assuming some, a lot of things. Right. Uh, but again, uh, in, in the book, he's he's constantly talking about uh, the ascetic life, which is another reason why it's a great Lenten read, talking about uh, dying to oneself so that, like again, dying to oneself is just the very beginning so that you can enter into this this world, you know, this... Uh, level of contemplation uh, of, of killing the pride within you right because like pride drags not only men down but it dra- like pride is so strong it, it it made angels fall out of heaven right yeah right uh and so uh, being able to remember of your own death helps you to remember that uh you know you can't rely on yourself you can't get you're not getting out of this world alive mm-hmm. uh and so watchfulness helps again i think Keep custody of the mind, the purity of heart, being able to uh, re- recollect prayer, re- recollect your, your time with with our Lord, and like bring drawing ourselves back to Him and His love, the true, the good, and the beautiful, uh, and uh, helping us to remember, like, listen, we can't rely on ourselves. Uh, we're gonna be dying, uh, and uh, what we do in this life um, will echo in eternity.
Totally. So anyway, that's kind of uh, watchfulness. That, that's what I want to talk about today. I wrote an article uh, on oh, this good. topic. Yeah, I was going to ask, where can people get your article when it comes out? Yeah, so I wrote an article on this topic. As I was reading it, I just like couldn't help myself. I'm not a great writer. Uh, I enjoy writing sometimes, not all the time. Uh, but I, I just kept going, like, this is something I like. I, I just need, need to get out. Uh, and so I wrote an article for the Alquin Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be, if you go to alquininstitute.org, which is A-L-Q, or A-L-C-U-I-N institute.org, you can find it. You can find it there. Uh, okay. The Alquin Institute, we've talked about before on the show, but it, it is a unique thing that uh, the diocese also has uh, that helps build up the, the Catholic culture. Uh, it's an institute that Bishop Condola started a few five years ago to be able to grow the Catholic cor- culture organically. So I uh, I wrote it for them. Uh, it's also in our diocese. It'll be on our di- in our diocesan magazine. But um, I hope I hope it helps uh, you guys as much as it, it's helped me. I mean, it's been like I said, it's been a great read for me. Um, and it's not very expensive. I think the book is. You can get it online for. Well, you can get the PDF on it if you actually look up uh, Saint Hezekiah's, uh the priest wa- on watchfulness and holiness. You can get the PDF for free. Sweet. So, uh, and it's a great read. Nice. I think that's all I have. All right. We'll see you later.